0: Guys, welcome to the show. A great one today. On the phone to start is Katie in Oklahoma. Uh, first of all, morning studio. Morning. morning. Sorry, I saw Katie here. I wanted to get to her right away. Uh, Katie, good morning. What's going on with you?
1: Today is my 21st birthday, and I was just wondering what y'all did for your 21st birthday.
0: I worked. I have no idea. I remember working on my birthday, and that's it. I think we did something, like probably had a cupcake or something. <laughs> But I don't, I don't remember. It wasn't like a big deal for me because 2021 didn't mean anything to me, except I could get into casinos and gamble. That's about it. But I didn't do that then. You, did you do
2: anything? I was at Texas A&M. So I remember I was in College Station and there were these bars right across from each other. One of them, you could be 18 to get in. So we hung out there a lot. And the one right across the street, I think it was like the Carney. You had to be 21, so it was a really big deal. We started off across the street, and then I was 21, so we walked across, and I finally was able to go in there legally. I'm sure I had gone in there Ill- illegally before, but and my birthday is on March 18th, so right around St. Patrick's Day, and I remember there being, like, green beer mm. and also legally buying it, but yeah, I just went out with some friends in College Station. That was my 21st birthday.
0: I was in Little Rock, Arkansas,
3: mm-hmm.
0: just Q100, hmm, playing playin the
3: hits. Uh, Eddie? Probably just bought beer. I don't really remember what I did, but I remember that being a big deal. When your ID said you were 21, you can go buy beer. Probably bought beer and probably went to the bar.
0: You know, now, if your ID says anything, 1990 anything, you're legal to get beer. This year, because it's 2021. Oh, yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. That makes it easier for all the people mm-hmm. at the bars. Uh, uh, and and gas stations yeah, selling beer. That's
4: true. Lunchbox. I uh, midnight. We popped two kegs at my parents' house. We had a two keger, and then that the next day we went to the bars on Sixth Street. You hit it hard two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. So yeah, at midnight. We didn't drink until midnight, and then the kegs were tapped, and that's when we started partying because I was twenty one. Katie, what's up with you? What's the birthday plan?
1: Um, we are going to the Cowboy Ranch in Bricktown on Saturday.
0: That's in Oklahoma City. You're in Oklahoma City. Yes. Yeah, I know Bricktown. I've been over there a bunch. You honky-tonked over there? No, I haven't been to that bar, but I've been to Breakdown. I went to baseball games over there. okay. Yeah. Uh, well, well, happy birthday. I hope you... Hey, take it easy. No, take it medium. Let's Taste just be honest. yourself. Let's just be honest. Take it medium, because you're not going to want to take it easy. You. It's your 21st birthday, but take it high medium, but make sure you have someone with you that's taking care of you, <laughs> okay? Will do. All right, happy okay, birthday! Thank ha- you, and thanks for being 21. Listen to the show. I told you that's, that's when they start to fall one. off Hey, Katie, promise me you'll never leave us. I promise. Okay, there she is, Katie. Yay. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, wow. happy birthday Katie! Thanks. Glad you guys are here. Coming up, the guy who played Hank on Breaking Bad, bald guy. Yes. We're in the was in the FBI or cop DEA. Yeah, oh, DEA. Yes, he's got a new show on, but he's gonna come on and talk to us about Breaking Bad, about his new show. Very cool. That's in about an hour. Let's go ahead and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something
5: we call Bobby's mailbag,
0: yeah. Hey, Bobby Bones. This isn't really advice-seeking, as I know most mailbags are, but I'm wondering, what songs do you listen to that might make you cry? I have a lot going on with a couple of teenage boys. Let's just say I've been through more than I thought motherhood entailed and maybe built up a few walls emotionally. I heard "The Scientist" by Coldplay, and it got me. I'm wondering what else you have that you can help when needed. PS, I love all the games. Please don't stop them. Anonymous in California. Let's listen to "Little The Scientist" by Coldplay. So good. I mean, you want a sad song? That a rush of blood to the head album from Coldplay. <laughs> Woo. Yes. I'm going to give you five songs. I made a list. Countdown. Get the numbers up, Ray. I didn't think about that. Number five. I'm going to give you five sad songs here. Now, what I'm going to ask you in this don't cry in the studio.
3: (laughs) We're going to try hard. Because we can't focus if we start
0: crying. Here we go. You ready, Ray? Number five. The number five sad song to put on the list is from Brooks and Dunn and Reba, Cowgirls Don't Cry. Because
6: cowgirls
0: don't cry. This song starts off as a a song about a, a girl riding a horse and it's like, hey, get up. Cowgirls don't cry. And at the end, her dad's dying. Oof. And he's like, hey, I'm dying, but cowgirls don't...
2: Oh, Nelly!
0: It's tough. Mm-mm. That's the one of the saddest songs ever. That's why I put it on the list. At number five. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven. Oh, so sad. Because this song is about his son falling out of the building. Yeah, window crazy. It was a tall building in New York. The window cleaner left the window unlocked. His son pushed the window open. I don't Tragic. want to go too much because everybody will start crying We we'll have wrecks everywhere. That's at number four.
6: Number three.
0: Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss, Whiskey Lullaby. Put that bottle to his head and pull the trigger. Nothing like a double suicide song about whiskey. <laughs> Terrible. You know, every time we do an angry or sad song, about halfway through, I'm regretting the whole segment. (laughs) And you're only on three. I know, because I'm just like, oh, no, I can't get through this.
2: You know what's resetting me, though? Like, the song is sad, but then you come in with the number three. I know, And then that resets me to where I'm no longer sad.
0: What if we had to be like, number two? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Number two. R.E.M., Everybody Hurts.
7: Everybody Hurts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one. Sad, man. For about five years was my most played song on any sort of player that I had. Nonstop. then you play. got over it? Yeah. Got a little happier, <laughs> actually. Yeah, got a little happier. And then number one, it's not so much a sad song because bad things are happening. It's a sad song because bad things happen, but it shows you that someone's there to help you through bad things. Yeah. And it's Coldplay Fix You. Yeah. Number one. Lights will guide you That's the ultimate song of, yep, it sucks right now, but I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it doesn't suck for you.
2: I'm too vulnerable for this segment right now. Okay, we got to get Andy, out of this you segment. Trying? Just oh. change it. <laughs> change something? the segment. Oh. Let's do, let's do happy
7: songs.
0: <laughs> who loved the dogs uh, out? Uh, <laughs> okay. Mambo number five.
2: <laughs> Gosh, okay. What okay. Got?
0: <laughs> that being said... That's the end of that mailbag. We shall close I was about it.
2: to say, why did we do that again? Well, because I someone forgot. asked. Yes, the mailbag. I and I love
0: sad songs. I know, you know they ta-
2: actually make you feel yes. other things.
0: Yes, I, a sad song a day keeps, well,
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> Apple. Pitch people away. Same thing.
0: Yeah, most people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, close out the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Morgan, where should they email us?
2: Mailbag at
8: bobbybones.com.
0: There you go. Thank you, guys. Let's go over and talk to David, who is in Virginia. David, what's up, buddy?
8: Hey, what's up? Is this Bobby Bones?
0: It is, man. What can I do for you?
8: Hey, nothing, man. I was just talking to the lady. I would need some advice on what to do with my fiance and the cat in our relationship. Okay. Our cat is two years old pretty much now, and she's been with us for since she was six weeks. My fiance, who I've been with for over three years now, and I proposed to on Valentine's Day this year, she says that the cat is putting a wedge between our relationship, and it's either the cat has to go, or it's either that we're going to split up. So I need to know what to do with, between what to do with the cat and what to do with her, man.
0: It's weird that someone would say a cat's driving a wedge between them.
2: Yeah, what's up with the cat? Like, what is yeah. the cat doing cat so bad?
0: Attacking her while she sleeps, or what?
8: No, I mean, listen, the the cat goes in heat, and y'all can already kind of guess what that means, the barking and the meowing and the stuff like that, and she gets sick of it, and it irritates her.
0: And so she's telling you get rid of the cat or get rid of me. Pretty much. Which way do you lean? Just right now <laughs> he's asking you, are you leaning to which one are you getting leaning toward getting rid of?
8: I me, mean, man. You already know the you already know the answer to that one. No, we don't. It's, we have no idea. <laughs> it's yeah. a girl,
3: guys. It's,
8: no, I think it might cat be a It's <laughs> It's the cat that got to go on me, but sometimes I wish it might be flip-flop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but what's the percentage though? Like 85% the cat needs to go and 15% the fiance needs to go like what? what's that percentage
8: 50 50 man honestly
2: oh wow <laughs> <laughs> I
8: told you guys
2: yeah he doesn't
8: know because i'm gonna I'm be honest when she argues with me i'd rather her be 100 to go because the cat don't argue back the cat's like my side chick she don't argue back when we start arguing side
2: your side chick uh-huh. what okay uh-huh. but also in relationships you know that there's like you have to sometimes work through problems and have there's confrontation at times right okay
9: <laughs> <laughs> but just, no uh,
0: this, yeah this is why i say this is why i say i've heard enough i've heard enough i'm going to say that it one it stinks that she's saying get rid of the cat or me i think that's also a flag for future situations that doesn't mean get rid of her but i think it's something that you have to prepare yourself for that she may just be like always all right get rid of this or me does she try to dictate your life?
8: I mean, honestly, I'm going to be real. Yes, she does. I make I make, I make make great paycheck. I'm at work right now speaking, and um, I make great pay. And you know what I do with my paycheck every Friday? What? It goes straight to that woman, $600 every <laughs> wow. week. Why, why write to her? And then boy, why, why? I do what she wants. I give her money. And I only even ask for about maybe $65, 70 $80 of spending money to have for me while I'm at work. And she tries to argue with me about that. But oh gosh, man, it's the cat that's got to go. It's crazy that this a jealousy over a cat, a woman, and a, a human and an animal.
0: Yeah.
8: I mean, come on <laughs> now, man.
0: Is she a, a jealous person in general?
8: I, uh, she's got a uh, she's like um got a complex pretty much. If I ain't showing her no attention, she feels like I'm cheating on her.
0: Guys, I was starting to, at first, when this started, I was like, of course you get rid of the cat, but I ain't feeling that. She's <laughs> <laughs> off to a bad start. I ain't start. feeling like that anymore. She's getting this whole paycheck. She's jealous. <laughs> Amy, what, you, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to go to you first. You are the woman here.
2: Well, I don't know all the details of each person, obviously, and your relationship, but I would say you need to to maybe do a pros and cons list. Those are always helpful to like put pen to paper and see where, you know, the cat falls, where the girl falls. But also I would just evaluate like you're working hard and do you want to be in a relationship? I don't know. Maybe you do where, you know, you're being controlled and all your money's going to one person. Like to me, it doesn't sound like you mean you maybe need to set some boundaries in the relationship anyway, and she may not like that, and she may break up with you. Problem well, solved.
8: Also, do you have kids? Yeah, oh man, we got a 12 year old, oh. a seven year old, a three year old, and a two year old. Well, well, that's why the money, yeah, 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 that's why. The-
0: Jerry,
10: Jerry,
8: Jerry.
2: Hey, okay, ignore what I said. I don't want your kids to find a pros and cons get, list. You gotta <laughs> get rid of the cat.
0: All right, you have kids involved. We're now, to the, you gotta get rid of the cat if one of them has to go. it but you have to find a home to to raise the cat.
2: This is a big life decision. I hopefully you have some other people you can talk to as well. Nope,
8: we're good. We've <laughs> settled it for you, David. We're experts. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate y'all so much. Is, hey, is this? there any way I can put on a song request? Hold on, no.
2: Is
0: this bigger than the cat, David?
8: It's pretty much arguments every day, but when the cat starts. Uh, when she feels like I'm showing the cat more attention, she gets jealous. It feels like I'm showing her more attention or the cat Poor cat Pretty much, I'm, what it boils down to, I'm with a jealous woman that I've been with for three years, that she has three kids of her own, and we have one together, but she don't understand that if I really wanted to go somewhere and leave her and her three kids, then I would not be I would not be there, and I would not bring her my paycheck every week. Well, she fails to neglect that. If I wanted to leave, I could do so. I'm 27 years old. I could do exactly what I want. I'm a working man every day. Yeah. Which she fails to neglect. Yeah.
2: I think she fails to recognize, that. I'm
8: yeah. not that guy. I'm the guy that took on a vow to take care of the kids, which I did with, when we got together, and that's what I'm going to keep doing. Okay. So the cat's got to go, but the woman's got to stop arguing.
0: There we go. Oh, there we go. Uh, there we, we, just go. Yeah. we just talked our way out of it. Yeah. All right. We don't do a lot of song requests, honestly, here on the show, but what song would you have requested if we were to do one?
8: My Kind of Crazy by Brantley
0: Gilbert.
2: Oh, uh, is oh, that... Okay, okay. that's going to ex- end up in
0: some domestic... Yeah. Now, we're not, do- not going to play a song about her being crazy, but... We'll play a clip of it. Oh. All right, David, appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate that call. Go. you got to find a home for that cat. That's your goal, okay? A loving home.
8: All right, man, I appreciate it. All right, there it. he is. There yeah. he is. Yeah. Okay. is. Get
0: back you, to everybody. work. Get back to work. And here is a clip of Brantley Gilbert, my girl's crazy. No, my, <laughs> my, my, my kind of crazy. My kind of crazy.
7: Yeah, she's my kind of crazy. Little games she plays, Lord never get away. My last nerve, the she throws her
8: little fits, hoping that i my wing kids. There ain't a she can win. That's my baby. She's my kind of crazy.
1: Bobby Bones. the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan Number Two's 30 Second Skinny. We got another new song from Miranda Lambert's The Marfa Tapes album with Jack Ingram and John Randall. This one is called Geraldine. Geraldine, Geraldine. Lane talks about working in the family business before getting his record deal.
4: After I graduated college, while I was trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do with my
6: life, I kind of just dove back into that and was still doing landscaping even up until the day that I got a record deal.
1: Luke Bryan talked about one of his favorite songs called Bill Dance that's on his new album.
5: Bill Dance is about one of my fishing heroes, Bill Dance, and it tells, uh, hey, I grew up a kid, loved bass fishing, watching Bill dance every Saturday and Sunday. He inspired me to be a great fisherman, and I'm so happy for him to hear this song, and I'm so proud of this one.
1: I'm Morgan number 2. That's your Skinny.
5: It's
3: time for the good news.
7: With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
4: Max Pratt is a four-year-old boy in Illinois, and he loves to bring in packages from the front porch. When the UPS or FedEx driver drops it off, he drags it in the house, so UPS drops a box off. Only problem is it's 97 pounds. Max goes out, pulls on it, and it falls on top of him, oh, crushing ow, him. Wow, wow. Luckily, the UPS driver sees it from across the street, runs through traffic, and pulls the box off the four-year-old kid, saves him. That's wow. crazy. Yeah, yeah. What
0: was in that box,
4: too? What's in the box? What's <laughs> in the box? I don't know. It doesn't say what was in it, but Marco Angel was the UPS driver, and it was all caught on that ring doorbell camera. So shout out, Marco. You're a hero, dude. Uh, yeah,
0: shout out for sure. What's 100 pounds in a box, though? I must yeah, know. gotta
4: know. Dang.
0: Good story. That's what it's all about.
4: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: It is time to play Amy versus Lunchbox. Lunchbox is up 4-1 to one as we play 2-5. If he wins today, he will hear this song.
4: Yeah champions, my friend.
0: Amy, I googled questions for dudes. You'll answer those.
2: Okay.
0: Then I googled questions for ladies. He'll answer those. Let's see how you do. Amy, you're up first. The Rock has an alcohol brand called Terramana. (laughs) Terramana. Terramana. What kind of alcohol is it?
2: No idea. Ugh. Tequila? Correct! Oh. I feel like every famous person has a tequila.
0: (laughs) What does UFC stand for?
2: Oh, man. First instinct is ultimate fight club. But that doesn't... I don't know that that's... Why would it be that? But, I mean, what else could it be? Ultimate fighters club? Ultimate... I mean, fight club, that seems so not... It's gotta be that. I I don't know. Ultimate Fight Club.
0: Ultimate uh, Fight Club is wrong.
2: I know, I figured.
0: Lunchbox,
4: what does UFC Ow. stand for? Ultimate. Now the question is it fighter? S- ah oh, god. You know this. Stop. UFC no. Lunchbox.
2: Yeah, you wanted to be a UFC fighter <laughs> at one point in time. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous. Ah,
4: ultimate fighting championship. <laughs> ultimate fighting. Championship. Championship is correct. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know if I couldn't decide if it was fighter or fighting. <laughs> yeah, lucky. you knew goes.
2: Fight Club sounded yeah. a little weird. It did. Yeah, like it Brad was, Pitt. It,
0: yeah, it was. All right. Yeah. What sport is played using rackets to hit a shuttlecock across a net?
2: A shuttlecock?
0: Uh-huh. Em- easy on the emphasis. <laughs> <Shut up.
2: laughs> I didn't know what a shuttlecock is.
0: What sport is played using rackets hitting a shuttlecock across a net?
2: Oh. Oh, badminton. Correct. Yeah. Okay.
0: Why? What were you thinking?
2: Well, I don't know. I didn't know what that little ball with the parachute-looking thing coming out of it was called. A so. birdie is
0: what birdie. we would call it, but yeah. I think the real name's a shuttlecock. Oh well,
2: yeah. obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Over to the Lunchbox. The score is Amy 2, Lunchbox 1. Dang it. Lunchbox, what does SPF stand for in sunscreen? SPF. Amy got UFC, you get SPF.
4: <laughs> oh man, that SPF. Ah. Sun prevention frequency. Interesting. Is, I that, mean, is that it? No. Oh.
2: Shoot! I don't know it either. That I mean, was close. Am I supposed to know it? It's it's
3: what did you say? Sun frequency. No, prevention. Pre- prevention. Prevention. You he got one out of three. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: He said I that mean, was close. It wasn't that close. I don't know that mine's any better, but it's like sun protective force.
0: Sun protection factor. Oh, ah. that makes sense. Sun protection factor. No point there. Lunchbox, if I say wings or no wings, what product am I referring to? Uh, Maxi pad. That's correct.
7: <laughs> how do you know that? Too that?
3: Way too <laughs> quick. <laughs>
4: you yeah. knew that quick. I mean, how do you not know that, guys? Come on. Uh, you ever watch mm-hmm. MTV? I have the commercials all the time. I don't watch MTV, no.
3: Well, that would be it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, he is watching Teen Mom.
4: Yeah, 16 and pregnant. I mean, they advertise that kind of stuff all the time. Lunchbox for the win. Oh, this is it? This is it. Oh, no. If you get Miss this question. If you get this, you get the chance.
7: Ah! <laughs> Give me what I know, Bobby. Come on. Come on.
0: The company, uh, excuse me, the category is in
4: the, uh, the question is in the category of celebrities. Oh, okay. I know some celebrities. Yes, I'm one you. myself. I fraternize among other people like me. So yeah, what go. other
0: celebrities do you hang out with?
4: Uh let's see. On the reg? Uh not on many the reg. Any at all? No, not on the reg. No, no. Who, but every what what celebrities say you hang out with? No I <laughs> reg. Uh, I mean, all of us in this room we hang out every day, so I consider that hanging out with celebrities. But every once in a while, I mean I'll see some here or there. You no, know? I,
0: like hang out. Like you'll you'll for fun recreationally. Oh,
4: oh, for fun. What recreation. celebrity
0: do you think you hang out
4: with? Uh, probably none. Okay. Probably none. The company Hello
0: Bello was founded by what celebrity couple? Hello Bello.
4: Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm I, I know my celebrities, but I've never heard of Hello Bello. Hello Bello? Hello Bello? Who is Bella? Bello. Hello Bello. I know, I know. I was just trying, okay. Ooh, Hello Bello. Need an answer, please. They are Justin Bieber and yes. his wife. Yes. Incorrect. Do you know it? Yes, I know I it. I wouldn't oh, have wow. known I've this. never heard yes. of this in my life. For
0: the win and to push it on, who is Hello Bello?
2: Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard.
0: Correct. That, oh my wow. God.
4: Wow, she is fighting back. Woo. Amy, we got to give you... That was my first instinct. Then I was like, what does Dax Shepard have? Nothing. A ton.
2: Yeah, he's got... He's
4: got TV shows. Well, I know he has TV podcast. shows, but I didn't know he Huge had... podcasts. Oh, my gosh. That was my first instinct. Oh, my God.
2: So, yeah. Four, four to two. Four to two. I'm, I'm climbing my way back up mix. because my losses didn't even come from me. Well, well two came did.
0: from Abby. Your proxy.
2: <sighs> okay. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Feeling. Amy is
0: our winner. We're about to talk to Dean Norris. Who you may know as Hank from Breaking Bad, the bald brother-in-law yes. of Walter White. Yep. Right. He's on a comedy
3: now on CBS. We all watch Breaking Bad, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So
2: good. It
3: started everything for us, like binging television. That's how it started.
2: Maybe. Meh. I think I'd already binged like Mad Men. And oh. Okay. <laughs> well, Around me, that then. same time. But for me, I think that was it too. That
0: or Orange <laughs> Is the New Black back in the day. So he's got a new show on we're going to talk about. But he, he's like, hey, come on, talk about Breaking Bad if you want. Since we're all such big fans, thought we'd get him on. So here he is, Dean Norris, a.k.a. Hank from Breaking Bad. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dean Norris. You guys can check out Dean in United States of Al. It's comedy. It's out now uh, on CBS on Thursdays, also streaming on Paramount+. Dean, so happy to have you. So great to talk to you. How are you, man?
6: Hey, I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. Uh... uh Feeling good. Yeah, me too. And how
0: important is it for you, because you're hopping into a comedy, you're coming off a show where everybody knows your face from Breaking Bad. Like, that next step is pretty important, right? Why did you choose to go over and do a comedy?
6: Yeah, I, um, you know, I'm going to do something completely different than I've been doing before. And sitcom's about as different as you can get from from a you know serious drama show. And had uh, the great Chuck Lorre, uh, said he had a role for me and uh, I was like great uh, that's somebody I really want to work with so I'm gonna do a sitcom obviously <laughs> he's done a few shows is there a, um, and and that was it so
0: is there a preparation involved in uh, that's different when you're going to shoot uh, you know a, a 30 minute sitcom versus you know when you're doing the the, the big drama role of breaking bad
6: uh, yeah absolutely um, the uh, sitcom is, you know, it's much more of a, it's a live, even though we don't have a full live audience because of COVID right now, it is shot as if we're in front of a live audience and we have a lot of producers and writers and kind of a smaller audience there. So there's kind of a theater feel to it, you know, getting ready, uh, and, and doing the show, as opposed to, uh, you know, 16 hour days of shooting a drama.
0: (laughs) Do you ever crack? I mean, it's a comedy. You're not supposed to laugh. Oh,
6: yeah. Oh, we crack all the time. We have such a good time. I love my cast. We get along very well, and we have so many laughs offset, and they inevitably get uh, to when to when we're filming. So we, we have a lot of times where uh, all of us crack.
0: So walk my listeners through the, the plot, like the, the storyline of United States of Al and why you think it'd be great for them to check it out. Just once, because then they'll be hooked for sure.
6: Yeah, great. It's a. It's a. I play a guy named Art Dugan, who is a Midwest uh, military vet, and my son comes home from Afghanistan. He's a Marine, and he has some troubles adjusting. He has some PTSD. His marriage is falling apart, and then he brings his uh, interpreter uh, Al, who uh, he gets him uh, over here. And just as a side note, that's a very important thing that's out there, and I didn't realize it until the show. But uh, once you're an, uh, uh, an interpreter in Afghanistan, now you have a target on your back because you helped the U.S. So getting them over here is a matter of saving their lives. So he comes over, and he and, and my son live uh, in my garage. <laughs> and I also have a daughter who lost uh, her fiancé to the war, and she lives with me too, an adult daughter. And we you – know, it's, a, it's a really – seems like a really serious topic, and it is, but we deal with it through comedy.
0: United States of Al, Thursdays on CBS, streaming anytime on Paramount+. Plus. Are you good at memorizing scripts? Like, I always felt like it was such a struggle remembering anything. Will you sit down and read the script and know it in a day?
6: I'm pretty good at, at, at reading at, at memorizing scripts, yeah. It's, uh, it has never been a problem for me, thank goodness.
0: <laughs> Will they let you ad-lib at all since you're, you know, really one of the finer actors of the last 20 years?
6: They, they, they allow us to ad-lib. We certainly, we certainly can pitch our own jokes if we think that we have a funnier line. And we'll throw it out there. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So yeah, they definitely allow that to happen.
0: How do they tell you it doesn't? They're just like, sorry, go back to the original.
6: <laughs> That's pretty much it, man. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing like, hey, sorry to, sorry to break it to you. It's so, like, that didn't work, Norris.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. And like, listen, I know when I perform, I like to be told right away so I can just go on to the next thing. Does that ever hurt when yeah. you're like, oh, I got this. I'm going to nail this joke. And then you're like, you try it, and they're like, nah, wasn't that good?
6: Uh, no, man. There's so many of them, you know. That And that's just part of the process. And the writers, too, on the day, they will – you'll do the scene, and then they'll throw you four different lines um, to try. So they're pitching them, too. And, and some of them work, some of them don't work.
0: So you went to Harvard? We're always
6: pitching. Wait, let me get this straight.
0: You went to Harvard. I did. Dang, you are fancier than we ever thought, Dean.
6: (laughs) I was the first person in my entire family to go to college, let alone uh, Harvard. How
0: do you – what about you? What was the skill set that you used to get Harvard to accept you in? Because you had to be pretty elite. Was it acting?
6: Uh, it was not acting. Um, I was, you know, I was a valedictorian in my class. I was, uh, I did, I did well on my uh, on my SATs and all that stuff. And you know, I guess I wrote a a good uh, a good essay to get in.
0: How many schools did you apply to, and did you expect to get into Harvard? Were you that good of a student? Were you like, I'm for sure getting in?
6: I definitely didn't say that, but I, I applied to several of the Ivy League, and um, and and got into a couple.
2: Oh well, then maybe who rejected you? <laughs> Dang, who didn't let you in, Dean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: he don't want to well, say. That's <laughs> okay. That's all right. That's uh, all right. Jake. Well, listen. I hope you guys check out United States of Al. It's a, it's a very funny show. Thursdays on CBS, and you you will recognize his face because we all are massive Breaking Bad fans. If you go out now, does everybody just be, are they like that's that's Hank from Breaking Bad?
6: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Are you tired yeah. of it yet? Are you like, let me move on with my life? Or are you like, you know what, I am. Let's talk about it.
6: Yeah, I, I don't say, yeah, I am. Let's talk about it. But I'm not tired of it, by any means. Uh, you know, it was, it was a great show. And I, I was, I'm, I'm lucky to have been a part of it. So uh, anybody that 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 appreciates that and expresses that to me, I'm, I'm fine with it.
0: Did they give you the full script for each episode or just your lines so that no spoilers would leak?
6: Yeah, they gave us the full script. Uh, toward the end... They would, they would black out certain stuff and you'd have to read it in a in a special room uh, because they didn't want it to to fall into the wrong hands. But yeah, generally, they would give you the whole script. I actually would try to not read parts of them because I wanted to enjoy the show as a fan on Sunday nights when it aired. So I'd read my stuff and then I'd try to, as much as I could, avoid other stuff. So I was as shocked or surprised watching the show as anybody else.
0: What was the day like for you when the finale aired?
6: It was uh, surreal, man. It was uh, it was crazy. Um, actually, two episodes before, when I spoiler alert, uh, things don't work out for Hank, there was this big party that uh, that the all these like Hollywood mega powerful people were at. <laughs> To watch the the episode *Osmandias* and it was like, I mean, I can tell you the who's who of people in Hollywood, and it was really surreal to have all them kind of sitting in this big house watching um, watching that episode.
0: United States of Al, from the pilot to when you guys started in production, and the same thing with *Breaking Bad*: pilot to we got picked up production. What's the what's the difference in how long those took?
6: Uh, very short for United States of Val. Um, partly because of Chuck Lorre, I'm assuming, and partly because that, uh, we'd been trying to make this since last April, and it wasn't until, uh, now that we got to really get into it. Uh, and, uh, uh Breaking Bad took uh, quite some time because, you know, you have to imagine at the time it was a crazy story. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, we all we all thought it was like one of the best things that we'd ever read and been in, but we all felt like, boy, is this going to make it on the air? How are they going to, you know, are they, how are they going to market this, blah, blah, blah. And thank, thank goodness AMC did the right thing.
0: So you didn't have to audition for United States of Al. Am I hearing that right? Right. Did you have to audition for Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah. Do you know who you beat? If so, tell us. <laughs> <laughs>
6: He's a really sweet. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell, I think I was. I will be honest with you, and I hope this does not sound immodest, but I think once I met Vince, we were they were pretty convinced I because I was the guy. I didn't even even when you, you have these things that they called would do a test in front of the eight in front of the network, and uh, I'm not even sure anybody else was there.
0: How, well, tell me what an audition process is like earlier in your career. You know, you were just auditioning for roles. Just you just go up to a room and is it like the movies where there's like twelve people sitting around in the same room and you just walk in and do your thing around the other people you're competing against?
6: It's it's exactly that. It's exactly that. It's ridiculous. It's a it's a stupid process. Um, I actually enjoyed it because I uh, I got you know it was a chance for me to perform that day, but it's just a ridiculous process to you know read be in a role with somebody who's reading it, yeah. And you're sitting literally sitting against three other three other bald guys are sitting across from me, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. What role are you guys going for? <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> well I, listen, let me encourage everybody to check out United States of Al, Thursdays on CBS, streaming on Paramount Plus. Obviously we're big fans of Breaking Bad as well. And I think probably a lot of people see you on that and go, I should check this show out because I loved Hank so much on Breaking Bad, and you're just such a great actor. had no idea you went to Harvard until I was doing a little research, and I was like, not only is he a great actor, he's, he's Fancy, darling. That's right, he's, he's Fancy Dean, that's right, from Harvard. Hey, Dean, we appreciate your time. You guys can follow Dean J. Norris on Instagram, and you guys check out United States of Al. Dean, have a great day. Thank you.
6: Thank you so much, man. Have a great one.
0: Going over to the voicemail lines, this is Sadie from Kansas.
11: I just heard a segment on your show talking how you have a theory that nobody cares about your show and especially ages 21, 25 and I am 21, almost 22 next month and I love listening to the show. I listen to it every day in my car, at home. I to so let you know that I do care and that um,
8: your show is awesome. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you. I just looked at all the 21 through 25 year olds to care that she's number six. Oh. Total. Oh, I keep a, yeah, I keep six a running total. list. Yeah, I keep yeah. a running list.
12: So you
3: still have your theory?
0: Yeah, I don't think we'd really hit with 21 to 20. I think when you're in high school, you're still feeling your 15, 16-year-old self, but you've gotten to the habit. Once you go to college, you're like, these guys are dweebs. (laughs) But then once you get out, you get us again a little more, you know? All right. That's why, that's my theory. Uh, here is Shania from Canada.
11: Hey, Bobby. Um, I'm actually calling from Canada, and for some reason, for the longest time, I thought that Canadians can call this line and leave a message, but it turns out you can. So, that's really fun. Just want to say hey, love the show. Thanks. Bye.
0: Yeah, of course. And I wonder if she was named after Shania Twain. Yeah. Probably. Her In Shania. Canada. Except that wasn't even Shania Twain's real name. Uh, it was... Emily. It was not Emily. What would you say, Mike? Regina. Yes. Regina. That's uh, right. Uh, by the way, she is listening on Pure Country 89 in Windsor. So shout out you guys. Thank you for calling. You can call anytime, day or night. 877-77-BOBBY. Her name is Eileen Regina Edwards. Wow, that is So know.
2: close.
3: Yes. The Here's Amy's
0: pile of stories.
2: Okay, so Bobby, we know for you, early is on time. And like, we have to be on time here. Like, if we're late to work, we get sent home. Yes. Um, but I saw this study where 40% of people admitted to lying to their friends about an event start time so that their friends are not late Mm-hmm. Like saying that it starts a little bit earlier than it actually does, so that their friends get there on time. Mm-hmm. Are you guilty of doing this? Not
0: as much anymore. I think I used to before the rules were enforced, especially <laughs> here at work. No, I think for the most part, I, I, I'm good. I tell them what time. People tell me what time. Yeah. I get there on time. They get I just there on think time. that's a
2: little bit shady. You're like, okay, yeah, no, it starts at five, but okay. really it starts at five thirty. So you're tricking the person.
0: I do give Caitlin like a ten minute early buffer when we leave. Oh. So if we have to leave, let's say we have a 530 dinner reservation at True Food Kitchen, a little healthy food place. Like, all right, I made us a 530 reservation. I really made it 545. So I'll do that. (laughs) See,
2: that's that's exactly what this study is saying. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, I do that with her.
2: And then most people they surveyed, they're like, what is technically considered late in your book?
0: One minute past the time you said you would be there. It's like...
2: I I know that's for you, but in the study, people revealed that 13 minutes is Oh, that's a lot of time. (laughs) No, one minute
0: is late... Thirteen minutes may be acceptable, mm-hmm. an acceptable late. Not but,
2: here. No, <laughs> man. If
3: I was thirteen minutes late to work, I would just like go turn around and go turn home. Turn around, don't even try. It. <laughs> yep. All right, what
2: else? We've all been there. So Chris Lane is his wife Lauren. They're having a baby soon, and he threw out a name that she rejected immediately, and it was Rambo. Nice. And he said that you know he loves baseball. He played baseball, and he's like, imagine our kid at the line going up to bat, and they're like, Rambo Lane. <laughs> He's like, it just feels like they're about to drop a bomb out there. And I guess hit, that means like hit a really good ball. Yeah. But she shut it down right away. They haven't revealed their baby's name, but no Rambo. Rambo Lane
0: sounds like a boxer. Yeah, some a tough dude. Yeah, like you don't want to mess with Rambo Lane.
4: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't want to mess with the baby named Rambo Lane.
2: <laughs> Eddie or Lunchbox, did your wives shut down a name?
4: No, not really. Uh, no, I tried Drexel. She said no. After the college? I didn't even think about that. No, I just like... And then I, you call him Drex for short. I just thought that was cool.
2: That is cute. I like that. Well, I don't know Drexel College though. So is that like a? I basket? didn't even
0: think about that. Hang. Smart kids go there. I thought maybe Lunchbox had some aspirations against (laughs) Mm kids. And a Drexel. All right, what else?
2: Well, Bobby, you're not going to like this, but I know a lot of our listeners might, so they can be on the lookout. It's a new Reese's Peanut Butter Crunchy Bar. They're adding to the Reese's family, and pretty much it's whole crunchy peanuts and peanut butter cream on the inside with a layer of chocolate on the outside, and it's hitting stores this month. So if you're a Reese's fan like I am, I'm going to be searching for these. It's called Reese's Peanut Crunchy Bar.
0: I checked out. When she said peanut butter, I started looking at the next segment. I saw you. I, mean, I get grossed yeah. out by it. I was like, all right. Well, I Even what's just going hearing next. about like, peanut like butter peanut makes butter. you want to gag. Mm, don't like peanut butter. Don't like the smell of it. Don't like the taste of it. I don't like the thought of it existing. <laughs> Dang, you hate it. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> but I like peanuts, mm-hmm. and I like almond butter, which doesn't quite make sense. But I hate peanut butter. Well, <laughs> <Ugh>. mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs>
2: My daughter's starting to put mayonnaise on her hot dogs.
0: It's gross. That is disgusting. She's now out of my life. Tell (laughs) her until she changes that. All right, is that it? Okay,
2: I'm Amy. That's my pile.
3: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
0: With
7: Amy. Tell me something good.
2: So there's a mail carrier named Brett Whitwer, and he's been serving the Cincinnati area for over three decades. That's a long time delivering mail to people, and it's time for him to retire But he's gotten to know a lot of the families and the homes on his route. Well, they feel super close to him. They knew he was retiring. So certain homes in his area decorated their houses and mailboxes, put balloons up, retirement signs, all the things. So when he went from house to house to deliver mail for the last and final time... He was met with, like, a celebration. And, of course, it was just something that touched him deeply. And he said it's bittersweet because, you know, he feels happy. He's going to be able to spend time with his grandkids and retire. But he also feels sad because he's likely never going to see these people ever again.
0: That's cool they did that.
2: Yeah. Super thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know who my mail person is.
0: <laughs> Mine changes. Although I did get a call the other day saying there was a snake in the mailbox. <laughs> That's right. And then this finally was like, I'm going to go out there and get that snake out. And it went out. And I grab. You know, you, there's that little clip on top of it. Uh-huh. And I, I'm slowly backing away from it as I'm pulling it. And I look in. There's no snake in there. Must, the way it got in, it got out. Oh, huh. weird. Must have a little tunnel. <laughs> it's like a drug dealer. Yeah, <laughs> just move in and out. Uh, it's a good story, Amy. Thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's talk to Garrett in North Carolina. Garrett, how are you, my friend? Good, how are you? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you?
5: I was wanted to say that y'all do not give Amy enough credit for her morning corning. She, she puts a lot of effort into her morning cornies, and they are always funny to me. I'm a fun person, and they are hilarious to me. So I think they should give her some more
6: laughs or give her some more credit when she does give them.
0: Okay. Um, just the first issue here Do you put a lot of effort into these morning cornies? Yes. What thank do you, do? you what for you recognizing what, that. I'm just curious. What do you do?
2: Um, well, I have, I, I, well, sometimes I rewrite them. I Google oh. them. I find that some on Twitter. I have friends that send me some. I go through them. Okay. I have to sort through a lot of turds. Okay. Oh. To get to the good ones.
0: Okay, well, uh, Garrett, thank you for bringing that to our attention. We'll try to really give it a good hearty laugh when, <sighs> when, when we feel it. We try, <laughs> but okay. Yeah.
7: All
0: right, Garrett, have a good day, bud. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's do the investigative corny. We have to figure out the joke here. Let's go. Ready, Ray? Hit it.
2: <laughs> the morning corny. For example, this is one that I reworked myself. Go ahead. Why was the guy fired from the calendar factory?
4: Why was the guy fired? From the calendar factory?
0: He missed too many dates. He, he missed too many dates. We have 90 seconds to figure it out. He was fired because he was... Andre. He was fired for... Skipping dates. Bad dates. He's fired for bad timing. Why did the guy...
2: Get fired from the calendar factory. Get
0: fired from the calendar factory. He was... He was... Losing time, he was...
3: Calendar, right? Yeah. So the joke's got to be something about a calendar. What do you do with a calendar?
0: You. He forgot time. He forgot to count his time worked. He didn't clock in. He took too much time
3: off. Took too much time off? No. mm Square?
2: <laughs> Why did the guy get fired from the calendar factory? We have
0: 30 seconds left. He flipped the page. He quit too early. <laughs> he took too much vacation. He took too much time away. Too much time off. He didn't make enough time.
3: See, I like the time thing, but I, I don't know where, where that has to do with the calendar. Dates? I think dates has, to, has something to do with it, right?
0: Why did the guy get fired from the
4: calendar factory? Yes,
2: yes, yes. Y'all are so hot. You're warm. You're warm. You're warm. 10 seconds.
4: Dates. Dates. Lunchbox. Dates. I missed Uh. too many dates. That's the only thing I got. I mean. You went on a date. It took dates off.
2: Oh, Is that the timer? That's the timer. (laughs) So close, guys. Mm.
3: Okay. Uh. We didn't get it? No. She's like, no, you
2: idiots. (laughs) (laughs) The morning corny. Why did the guy get fired from the calendar factory? Do you just ask it back to me? We do this every but, but, Thursday. But he
0: has he has to have a guest though, Amy. Yeah,
2: but y'all don't y'all don't have, it. We don't have
0: it. Why did the guy get fired from the calendar factory?
2: Because he took too many days off.
0: Wait, you said I that? Said, I thought I
2: said that. Uh. No, you he said.
0: Took, but I didn't say it as our real answer, but I think I said that he, in our conversation. Yeah, while well you were working on oh, it. Oh,
2: and I said you were warm, but y'all never concluded. No, that's that. right.
0: You're, you're missing the word warm for right. <laughs> no,
2: that's not right. You never said he took too many Dang. days off because too, it's like he took mm. days off the calendar, but also that he took too many days off. Get it? Y'all said dates, dates off.
0: Okay. Well, we lost this one.
2: Oh, well. You want me to give it to you? Uh,
0: No. I don't want charity in this game. Play your eyes. Full heart. No, we don't get to yell that. that. All right, close it up. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. (laughs) Julie, how are you?
11: Hey, how are you guys? Morning studio. Morning. Morning. (laughs) Super fan. I'm sorry that. I've been waiting for a while, but my daughter is going to be so mad that I talked to you and she didn't get to.
0: <laughs> oh, well, we'll, uh, we'll tell her hi at the very end of this so you can play it back for her on the podcast.
11: Okay. Okay, perfect. Um, you guys were talking the the wedding and how the girl had the rules? Yes. Because like, I just did this whole charade this last weekend with my sister-in-law. She's already married. So I wanted your opinion Because they had a COVID wedding last year, you know, where only so many people were invited. And so we've already done all this stuff. We've already bought all the, you know, the suits, the dresses, everything. But now she wants to have her big wedding. It's becoming a big, like, showboat kind of deal, I think. And we're spending thousands of more dollars for this.
0: Just for pictures, And no chance I'm spending a bunch of money I don't have if I don't have it on a second wedding that's not even a wedding. Like, they got to make the decision to have a COVID wedding or to push it off. And I'm glad they got married. Good for them. But no, people, other people shouldn't have to spend their hard-earned money to go and take pictures. So you guys are in your right mind by going, this doesn't feel good. If you want to, good for you. But I don't think you have the big wedding and expect everybody to pay that money to come to the wedding that's not even a wedding anymore. Especially because money ain't growing on trees. So I I do think she's a little, little nutty asking that of people. That's a bit much. If she wants to go, hey, we're going to have a party. I want to get some pictures. Either A, we're all going to dress up and I'm going to pay for it all. Okay. Or B, we're all going to get together and just look nice with the clothes you have. Tuck your shirt in. Button your shirt up. Maybe put a tie on. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. But no chance I'm spending money to go have a secondary wedding that's not even a real wedding. So... What side do you fall on, Julie?
11: Well, she came over to the house so my daughter could try on her um, flower girl dress that I had to pay for, and then she said that my brothers and my dad and my son had to go get fitted.
0: But this is for the um, second wedding, wedding. right? This is for the fake wedding.
11: Yeah, this is for the second wedding. (laughs) She said she already had.
0: (laughs) She is outside of her mind. I'm I'm shutting this down. Don't even go. Take eliminate her from your cell phone. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding about all that. <laughs> but I do think I do think she's crazy. This I don't know. this is nutty. I just think
11: it's it's over the top just for some pictures.
0: I agree with that. Completely agree. Yeah, I'm in agreement. If she wanted this, she, we had to postpone our wedding. We did. But
2: had you chosen not to, we wouldn't all be reliving it for 2.0. No, we would like not if be. You, no, if if that would have been the decision we made. Exactly.
0: Uh, I think you need to tell her, hey, we we're, we're not cool with this. Julie, that's what I would do.
11: No, she already doesn't like me anyway. I'm
0: the only yeah. one not in the wedding. <laughs> oh. Jerry, 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 Jerry. All right, Julie, that's how we feel about it, okay? Thank you for calling.
2: Thank you, guys.
0: What's your daughter's name? Uh, Ariana. Ariana. I'm,
2: Amy is Amy is her favorite. Oh, hey, Ariana.
0: I'm over here chop liver. Right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, her si- I'm on her side oh, over <laughs> here. Sorry, sorry. No.
11: My favorite is Bobby. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. There we go. <laughs> All
0: right. Hey, Julie, have a great day. Thank you for calling.
9: You guys
0: too. Bye. Right, bye. So I've been told that Raimundo has been given a spending allowance by his wife. Does anyone else have a spending allowance? No. no. Okay. No. I, I don't have an allowance. But I, Ray, is this true that Bay has given you $11 a week to spend? What? <laughs> I, I mean, it is true. Yes. It's a funny number.
10: Uh, But yes, we thought that was going to help us with our finances. We had some debts to pay off, and I said it'd be best. It's embarrassing. Did I have a full-time job and only get $11? But I did have a slight ah. gambling problem, and this prevents me from gambling. So I'm in full support of Bay doing this. Let
0: me just say that first. Listen, we live by a budget, but there is no allowance. <laughs> That's for
3: my kids. So I give my kids an allowance.
2: What do you spend the $11 on?
0: Whatever
4: he wants.
10: Yeah, the reason it's a fun <laughs> amount like that is because I think if we would have went to $20, then that brings into play, I really could go get a scratch off or something like that. So with 11 Who's gonna go get a one dollar scratch off? If you if you do, you got a gambling problem. So that keeps it at two dollars a day. I go to the gas station, I can get a pop, get a protein bar. Do we have groceries and gas and all that paid for? Yeah, we we go early on in the week and do that. But that's it a together thing, correct? So all that's covered already. <laughs> but I'll still have the two dollars, and you know, usually it's a gas station purchase. You can't spend too much on with eleven dollars. What if you spend over your allowance? I mean, it's only eleven dollars a week, so I mean, it, there's no more left. That's Do you it.
2: get eleven dollars cash, like in an envelope, every week?
10: Well, I did get it the one time, and then I uh, went in on a bet with the boys, and so I mean, so now it's on a card, but so I don't get cash. It's uh, it's on a card. And does she monitor the card? No, no, no. I mean, we we have that trust where I can I can just spend it on whatever I want, but uh, we believe this is going to keep me from gambling, and so far it has for months. And totally love her, and it was <laughs> it was my recommendation. She's being
3: careful right now. So. He
0: said, I totally love her out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah
10: he's being <laughs> careful. But what
2: does he mean he lost a bet with the boys?
10: Well, I was given cash. So one time my allowance, here you go, here's your allowance in cash. Well, we did a $10 uh, White Sox bet and we lost. And so I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Just put it on a card. Then I have no temptation with the boys on the <laughs> podcast. You oh. and your wife,
0: it, you're a dual income yes. couple, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like your paycheck or her paycheck is paying for everything. Even though you have your paycheck you're still only getting $11 of that? Correct. And, I mean, <laughs> as, a, as a man, a grown man, a
10: full-time job at 35, I only get $11. That's very embarrassing. <laughs> Hopefully yes. it's embarrassing enough to change my ways. And let's go. Let's start spending, uh, saving money, doing life the way you're supposed to, not always risking everything, gambling, putting it on the line. Hey, uh, throw the dice. Like, that's not life. Okay. So.
3: What about the seltzers, though? Like, is he buying the seltzers with the 11? Because I feel like that's six and then it's gone. Well, it's a, it's a grocery store purchase. We'll get a 12-pack oh, or it. something <laughs> like got that. It. The
2: hard seltzers, Eddie, they buy together. Got
0: it. I just thought $11 a week was a funny number.
2: a <laughs> very but low. But it's true.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's true. Well, good for you. Whatever <laughs> makes your relationship work. Whatever keeps you from making bad decisions. So. What do you, what do you want to say about her again? Love her. Yeah. I
3: just <laughs> randomly love her.
0: So you're seeing things slowly get back to normal out there? Absolutely. What happened at your kids' game?
3: So, I mean, all through the pandemic when we were doing team sports, there was no, you know, after the game, good game, good game, where everyone lines up, slaps hands. They were just waving from each side of the court, or in this case, baseball. They just wave at each other? Each side of the dugout, the teams would get together, take their hats off, and wave, good game, and they would yell, For the first time last night, they lined up at first and third base, and they walked the line and gave each other fist bumps. Oh, nice. So I got chills because for the first time, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's starting to get a little normal, and I loved it.
0: That's cool. It is starting to feel more normal, too.
3: Just the mall. Traffic. Traffic. Uh, I hate that. I hated traffic, but it's kind of cool seeing it back. Like, It's kind of cool. More people eating
0: out. Restaurants Mm -hmm. are starting to fill up. So Lunchbox told us the other day that he docked his tip to a server because they ordered a burger and a salad, and then they came and they put the burger in front of him, the salad in front of his wife, but they didn't order that. She actually ordered the burger. And he didn't tell her why, he just docked her a tip. He was offended. Yes. By it. Yeah.
4: Yes. But again, you didn't tell her. No, I didn't tell her. I just wanted to teach her a lesson that hey, a woman can order a burger and that's okay. And <laughs> Right,
0: we the all agree with
4: that, but you, but you didn't tell her that. No, I didn't. I just I told yeah. her with my tip. Yeah. So she, but she, but she had no idea yeah, that was her point. She maybe <laughs>
2: thought the food didn't taste good, or she did something else oh wrong. My gosh.
4: Okay, so you called her. He called her.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, okay.
4: I was like, I took Bobby's advice. I was like, you know what? You're right. I didn't tell her. So she's probably just sitting there going, what went wrong? So I felt like You think she's sitting on this? <laughs> I doubt she's a thought a of it For a She goes
0: to bed I just wonder what's <laughs> wrong with that guy
4: <laughs> Okay, here is Lunchbox Calling her at the restaurant How'd you know it was her? Well, I knew her name was on the receipt So, I, and I remember her name So I just call and ask if she's working took You me kept to, the receipt? Yeah, I, I keep all my receipts You so do? Tax write-offs, guys But it was you and your wife <laughs> I know
2: Were y'all having a business meal?
4: Listen, I ain't talking about that Because I ain't yeah. going to jail Yeah, I mean So, okay Here is Lunchbox calling <laughs> his server Go ahead this is- hey, this is uh, Lunchbox. Uh, I sat in your section a couple weeks ago, and, I mean, you probably recognize me because I'm from the Bobby Bones Show. And so I was <laughs> sitting in your section, and I kind of docked your tip, and I just wanted to call and inform you why I did that.
13: Oh, uh... Did I do something wrong or what? Yeah, I'd love to know.
4: Yeah, so, well, my wife ordered the burger. She was wanting a hamburger. She ordered a hamburger and I ordered the summer salad with strawberries and grilled chicken (laughs) on top. And when you brought the food out, you put the burger in front of me and the salad in front of my wife and when I corrected you, you said, "Oh, I assumed that you wanted the burger," and I just thought that was very disrespectful. That's why your tip went from four dollars to two dollars. Oh my
13: god! Well, to be honest,
1: I've never, I've never had a dissatisfied customer, um, so this is a first for me. But I, I wish you would have said something in the moment because I, I mean, I'm sure you know this, but tips are our livelihood. I mean, it's more than just teaching a lesson. I, I make. You know, two dollars and eighteen cents an hour. I, which is nothing. So if 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 I don't get a tip, that means you know there might be a bill I can't pay, and I'm not sure that that's fair. That that you docked my tip because I put food in front of the wrong person. Yeah, that, that seems excessive.
4: I, yes, we can agree to disagree. But I just called to tell you that <laughs> I just want to say thank you and have a wonderful day.
1: <laughs> thank you for calling me and. Ex- I hope you come back and, and have a, a better experience,
2: I guess.
4: All right. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.
4: That's oh, uncomfortable.
3: Very uncomfortable. Also, he thinks she recognized him. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. She never said, by the way, she never was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. She exactly probably never even know. heard of the
3: show. Mm-mm. I was wondering why he went Lunchbox and not Nico or This Gibles. is Nico Jackson. <laughs> I didn't give you a tip. Because Dolph Faceia didn't deserve it. <laughs> Interesting.
4: Uh how do you feel after that call? I feel good. I feel good. I feel like she learned something. She's gonna, you know, step up her game and that way, you know, everything's gonna improve. And when people go in there, they're gonna get better service.
3: Huh. I think he's missing a big part of the call where she explained how much little money she like she gets.
4: No, I know. Would you ever go sit back in her section now? I- I'd go back and sit and give her another shot. Another shot. Yeah, like, because that's what you get. You get yeah. a shot, like a, yeah. a chance to prove herself. You know, sort of like when a hitter goes up and strikes out, they get another shot. They come back on plate, the plate, and they hit a home run. It's like, wow, okay, they can improve. And I think she can improve from this.
0: Hmm. Uh, please go in the next week.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and let us know
0: how it goes. If she did great. yeah, Acknowledge that it's you.
4: Okay.
2: Oh, really? Like when, she, when he sits
0: down? Yeah, like, hey, are you talking on the phone? It's me. Huh. <laughs> yes, this is going to get more. I awkward. feel like he was
2: going to test her out again and be like, his wife orders oh, the burger. He maybe orders the both. summer salad. Maybe you do
0: both. You go and you order the thing and see if they come in the right. And they, like, hey, and they be like, hey, I'm Lunchbox. And you just got double the tip. Ooh.
4: You yeah. learned your lesson. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I got to double it up to catch up?
0: Well, yeah, just as that way, that's
4: like teaching her. I like it. That's a good idea.
0: Okay. How do we feel about that segment? It's weird. I mean, I, that, I feel weird yeah. too. <laughs> I wish I felt better about it. <laughs> I, I, go ahead.
2: Oh, I mean, I, I think that we all, if our servers are listening, maybe they, they learn to not assume that the woman is getting the salad and the man is getting the burger. That's what we guess, we're going I, for here. I, mean, I would, you know, I would I hope awkward. most people learn
0: that waiters only make two bucks an hour. Oh, yeah. That's, like, that, that that's the, one, that's nice take away. Away. <laughs> the big takeaway. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, it,
2: I wouldn't dock her pay for it, but, I mean.
0: I, I was a guy that tipped you $2. <laughs> $2. Do you remember? <laughs>
2: Because I ordered the summer salad.
0: With chicken, a little rosemary, a half a pickle, (laughs) egg. You remember? (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's just so silly.
0: It's time for the good news. With
2: producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Mm -hmm.
3: Trina Burns, she's been married for 32 years. She wears the same wedding band that she got married in, and she works at a bank. And then she finishes her shift. She's going to her car and realizes, I don't have my ring on. Oh no. So she calls her coworkers that are still inside like, guys, please help me look for my ring. I don't have it on. I don't know if I left it here or I left it at my house. I'm gonna go home. You guys look at the uh, at work. So she goes home, finds nothing. The two colleagues that are still at work, first off, they're still at work late. They're looking through trash cans and everything. They decide to go dumpster diving. Wow. Just on their own? They're thinking like, you know what? Hey, if Trina's missing this ring, it's important to her. So they start dumpster diving. Sure enough, it's not in the dumpster, but it's right outside in the parking space where she parked two days ago. They find her ring for her.
0: Oh, wow. The fact they went through all that effort, though. Hey, would
3: you guys do that for me? Yeah, Adam? if, you, if yeah. you asked, if you yes. asked. I don't, I don't think I'm volunteering to just hop out in the dumpster. That's funny. That's what the story says. They volunteered.
2: Yeah,
0: if you asked, I think I'll be like,
3: fine.
2: Yeah, that's more than a colleague. That's a friend.
0: Yeah, lifelong. Yeah. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Earlier, we had a call from Lunchbox calling the person who waited on him at the at the restaurant. He was like, hey, here's why I didn't tip you. You put the food in the wrong place. <laughs> so awkward. It's very awkward, <laughs> but he called, and I have to commend him on that, making the call. I, some of the message may have been lost, <laughs> but you did call and have that conversation. But now people are calling us, and I do want to let them have a voice. First up, Monique in New Orleans. Monique, thank you for calling. What would you like to say?
1: Good morning. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. <laughs> I'm a first-time caller, so this is great to get through. Thank you. Um, first of all, I mean, I, I heard you say also he called him back, and, you know, he was going to give her a $4 tip instead of a $2 tip. So, you know, we weren't at this, you know, great high, high-end high restaurant. Um, I get, I'm assuming that he had to, like, you know, give his order, like, at a counter and then sit down, that she must have not taken the order herself, you know, or she wouldn't have put the orders down in the wrong
2: that's a Honestly. good
0: question. No, I did, that's correct. I didn't put the... She didn't... Okay, so you didn't... Oh,
2: so that is correct. I was picturing her full service. Me
0: too. This. Hey, this is great detective work, Monique. Yeah. Wow. So you didn't order from her. No. And she didn't mix it up on the way out.
4: No. Got it. She just assumed that since there was a burger going out to a table, that it had to be the guys. So. I sure thought she mixed them up and heard the order.
2: Yeah, okay. This makes sense. Okay, now.
4: Monique, go ahead.
2: Order. <laughs>
1: you punished her even though she didn't take physically take the order from you so i mean i used to be a server before i was a nurse so anyway um you know i mean she was very apologetic on the phone you know but you're you know first of all lunchbox you're, you're so greedy with your money and you save it for all your lotteries and 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 all this stuff you know that you want to win this lottery all the time but you never pay anything forward and these servers work very hard for their money and she she made that known on the phone call, you know, so sometimes you need to be a little kind and realize that these people work for their tips and work very hard for their tips, you know, and it was it was two dollars that you doctor, you know, of a four dollar tab. So your bill couldn't have been more than twenty five dollars to begin with. I mean, I'm just curious how your wife sit there and
8: watch you. You, know, you do that. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Another good
0: one. Yeah. How did, how did your wife feel when you doctor?
4: her? Uh, my wife felt fine. She uh, was like, oh, no, because, you know, my wife was the one that ordered the burger, so she offended my wife by saying, hey, you need to eat a salad, and so... That's not I what, she, think, said. No, she, not what not she said. No, she was not saying,
2: you need and to eat again, a salad. This is somebody who <laughs> waited
4: tables for years, like
0: me. I mix up orders all the time. Not every day, but there were, I'd mix up orders and put the wrong food in
2: front of the yeah. wrong person. Honestly, if I was serving, I would see the cute summer salad with strawberries and think, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... The- I would also think... I've just done this 10,000 times. Right. And Odds are, uh, the man maybe didn't get the strawberries. I don't know. But you're right, Lunchbox. We shouldn't assume. But still, she doesn't need to be be punished punished for it. She didn't do anything wrong.
0: Monique, you brought up some great points. Lunchbox, in closing, anything you'd like to
4: say? I would like to say, yes, they do work for tips. And when they do mess up, you have to dock their... Like, just because they work for tips doesn't mean they automatically earn a tip. You have to give perfect service and good service to earn the tip. Perfect perfect you wow. know what I'm saying like you don't go I don't some- I
0: don't because I was almost br- never perfect but thankfully people had grace and said hey still got you and I tried to do that now. but I still gave her a tip it's not like I took it all away Monique this was a fantastic call we we encourage you to call more if you ever hear something that, that you go ah oh, let me ask a question about that okay
1: Alrighty, all righty all right ha-
0: have a good day lunchbox Alrighty, bye-bye. you should go back and sit again
4: I will see what I can do okay Let's do the news. Bobby's Big
0: Story. According to a new survey, here's the rundown of the teams in the NFL with the least dateable fans. I don't know if this means they're annoying. (laughs) Probably. Oh, 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 uh,
2: but looks are relative.
0: Factors include divorce rates, season ticket rates, popularity of team in the community, sports bars dedicated to those teams, general atmosphere around these people. The worst fans are... And number four, the Green Bay Packers.
3: Oh, yeah, they're bad.
0: Yeah. What do you mean? I oh. love I love Packer fans. <laughs> no, they're they're all the fans. They're They're crazy. Are so passionate. I wrote in one of my books. I was like, Packer fans in the cold, hold cheese on their heads. Number three, Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. No, they're <laughs> diehard. Like, no. Except for Cowboys fans, they're everywhere. I love Pittsburgh
3: Steelers fans. <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, love I, it. Love it. I wouldn't
0: it. date one. Number two, Dallas Cowboys fans. Oh, the
3: best. What? The annoying. best one, but I get it, though. Annoying. I get it. You we're say
0: that because you're a Cowboys fan. They're not the best. We're they always, are the most
3: annoying. We're always heartbroken, and then we drink a lot. So, yeah, I get that.
0: And the number one team of someone you don't want to date is the New England Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, they're just being haters, honestly. About to change. They're just being haters. Sorry the Patriots were so good for so long. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you're going to date,
3: <laughs>
0: don't. What, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, I I get the Dirty Burger one, for sure.
3: Okay, thank Pittsburgh.
2: You. That because the quarterback is like Egh. anybody that's a fan of him. I couldn't date.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, all on him.
2: It is. I, I but I mean, I don't agree with the uh, Patriots one.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't agree with the Steelers. I only agree with the Cowboys one. That's all. I'm <laughs> say. All right, so annoying. is Bobby's
2: other Big. story.
0: The guitarist for a Florida rock band used his excellent hearing skills to find a guy who went missing this week. This musician, Randy Winter. Was in search for this missing guy they were looking in a wooded area and he was recording some stuff but he's really honed in his listening skills because he's been producing music as well and so they went outside they heard something that sounded like a person he told cops where it came from they found the guy here is the interview on News 4 Jax
4: we went immediately down to the area where we knew the highest probability would be they were on atvs and they're pretty loud if you're on the atv so you have a pretty loud decibel range coming off the engine and you're not going to hear a human voice unless it's over that decibel range i stopped them and just alerted them hey um, did you hear that and they kind of looked at me with a little disbelief you know apprehensive because time is so valuable in the search do you think your expertise in audio helped you kind of Absolutely. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I that's why I wanted to look. The guy's a superhero. Wow, and
0: you may know one of his band's songs. Play that clip. You cry
7: for Here's he the
0: hook. You'll know this. Yeah.
7: Here we go. Wait, wait, wait.
0: So he's what? He's the guitarist in this band. Get out! Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Wow, yeah. this is the number one song or a top five song. <laughs> we used to play it on Papa all the time. I remember. Yeah, turn that up. that's cool he's like a, who's a superhero that can hear good I
3: don't think that's there is one He's kind of a one. lame Him. hero huh
0: <laughs> They're like, alright heroes gather I can fly alright Superman you go do this well I can uh, talk to fish and communicate in the water alright Aquaman you go head down there what can you do I can hear good alright All right, uh, back of the line <laughs> we'll come to you later uh, one final story a flight is cancelled after a guy throws six coins into a plane's engine for good luck oh my goodness
2: I know that's so weird
0: the flight was canceled after a male passenger threw a handful of coins into the engine. The airline said the airport staffers noticed the coins on the floor under the engine in an inspection before takeoff. How was he able to get to the...
2: Exactly. I was thinking sometimes, you know how you board a plane on the tarmac? Like if it's a smaller air, a smaller plane, you have to go out and you walk and then you hand them your luggage. Oh, yeah. They put it below and you walk up that... Yeah, that, that has to be it's what it is. It's not a wishing will yeah. dummy. Mm. And he's like, oh, I hope this flight goes well. Ching. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Was the engine running? Because that would no. be kind of like no, it's no, no. not it's a tempting. spoke
0: in a bicycle tire, pal, <laughs>
3: <Put> or a <laughs> baseball a card, card.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! Uh, that is the news. Thank you, Bobby's B story. Let's go over to Florida and talk to Carolyn. Carolyn, thank you for
9: listening. What's going on? Hey. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Just calling to uh, tell Bobby that. I watched an episode of Bear Grylls last week, and you were on it, which is the only reason, because I had watched it before, just bits and pieces of it, but your story really touched me, um, so much so that I actually cried because I felt bad, but then I look at you and I look at myself, and we're survivors. We are absolutely survivors. We have overcome the disadvantages, if you will, that we had growing up. And I just wanted to tell you, I admire that in you. And I listen to you all every day while I'm working. And I love you guys. Keep it up.
0: Well, it's very kind of you. Thank you. Uh, they are running last, episodes, last season's episode of Running Wild with Bear Girls now on Nat Geo. They're also showing the new season, which Caitlin and I come back this season together. And I'm just going to say it. She dominates me. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. I think that's May 17th. So uh, thank you, Carolyn. That's a very nice call. And thank you for the time you spent calling us and waiting. Have a good day, Carolyn. You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Very nice. Okay, let me tell this story first. Now, sometimes you see people smuggling stuff through airports and it's... What do you... What, lions and tigers and
2: yeah. guns
0: or yeah. drugs. Grenades. Grenades. smuggling... This one guy had 35 birds in his clothing. (laughs) First of all, I thought about you, Amy, because you're a nutty bird girl now. Yeah, for sure. He was flying into JFK in New York, and he had 35 birds that he was bringing in intended for singing contests. Photographs (laughs) show the tiny finches were stuffed inside hair rollers and all inside his jacket, I think his pants— and then they started to show them, and he's like covered in rollers underneath his baggy clothes.
2: How did he think that those weren't gonna be detected?
0: What I would imagine is it's worked before. Oh, yeah. Because you don't go through with 35 the first time. You go through with a few, and then a few more, and then finally you elevate and go, oh, they're never gonna catch us. They don't have a finch detector, <laughs> they have no a mental detector. <laughs> and so a finch that wins competition sells for more than $10,000, according to authorities. What? Mm-hmm. So he brought in these and thought he could sell them for about five grand a piece, supposedly. That's a lot of money.
2: I had no idea there was bird singing competitions. So Where? Uh,
0: now Amy's trying to recruit <laughs> the birds yeah, she's in her yard. Start capturing <laughs> birds. Where do we watch these? But listen to this, Scuba Steve, our executive producer. You were with your wife, and was it her mom or
12: grandma? It was her grandma. And what were you doing? So we were all flying to Hawaii for a, a big vacation a couple of years ago, and before we went to the airport, we were at Outback Steakhouse having dinner, chilling, having a good time. Get to the airport, go through security. All of us got through security, no problem. We look back, we're like, "Where's grandma?" She's sitting there, looking, fumbling through her purse, and then the TSA agent pulls out all these shiny objects. We look at him. She jacked about 12 steak knives from Outback and put them in her oh purse. What? <laughs> and they went through airport security like she's going to get through with it. I think she was playing on being older in her 90s that she can get away with it. She liked the knives and wanted them for her house. How did those get in there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So... Again, let's not lose the real headline. She stole knives from Outback, that many? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah she it's not she... even about the airport. It's like, who who tries to steal 12 <laughs> knives yeah, from Outback? She
2: got a whole set. She had to
0: go
12: to other tables and be like, oh, I'll take that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So I've watched her now whenever we go out to dinner and she's she's one of those people that slowly takes things off the table. Like, you'll see a little sauce dish next to her and it slowly <laughs> slides and boom, it's gone. She steals stuff from restaurants? Like, all, little trinket things. Nothing major, just like small, like sauce dishes, knives. I and...
2: wonder how long she's been stealing.
12: I would understand
0: sugar or ketchup packets. Yeah. But to actually steal the silverware or any sort of uh, metal or glass thing from the table, that, that's a bit weird. Yeah. Did she steal at stores?
12: No, just restaurants.
0: Are you sure? Well, maybe
12: she did. I don't. I have no idea. I've never uh, uh, watched her there, but Take at restaurants. Take
0: her to
12: Target. Put yeah. <laughs> GoPros on her. And and see what watch. happens.
0: And just watch. So what happened with the knives? I'm sure they didn't arrest her, or they, they just said, Throw the knives out.
12: She started speaking in Tagalog, which is her native language, and tried to be nice. like, I don't know what's going on here. And uh, and they just took the knives and let her go. They didn't arrest her or anything.
0: Dang, you can just go to a different language and be old and get away <laughs> <played> with the <crime. laughs> That's what I learned. All right, thank you, Scuba You're Steve. You're welcome, man. I get a lot of messages going, hey, what are your favorite songs right now? I did an interview yesterday. People were like, hey, tell me your favorite songs right this second on the radio. That's what I have for you now. My list of the three songs on the radio right now that... Tickle My Pickle, the best. <laughs>
3: Tickle, there we go again.
0: Are you ready? <laughs> At number three, I have Ryan Hurd and Marin Morris in their new song, Chasing After You.
7: But I know, yeah, I know It's a
3: matter of time Till you walk, till you walk Back out of my life Leave me standing here lonely Feeling like a fool mm-hmm.
7: Every time, every time You say you
3: ain't done It you jam huh so good, so good.
0: Mm-hmm. it's so good and it's only at like 30 on the chart right oh. now because it's new it's, but okay. let's play good stuff let's stop playing crappy stuff sometimes radio people <laughs> there's too much crappy stuff on sometimes where people are playing you know handshake games with record labels no more let's get the good stuff on new, new rule good stuff on crappy stuff off <laughs> Okay.
3: good luck yeah sure they'll jump right on that <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: come on <laughs> Uh, at number two, let's do... And it, it would be number one, but it's about to hit number one. Again, I'm so pumped for it. Oh. But it's Jake Owen, Made For You.
6: was made for you. Yeah, I was made for you.
0: Just the best. I didn't put it at number one because now it's about to hit number one. It is just the loveliest, most heartwarming... Makes me feel and get all those dimples on my arms and stuff. <laughs> That's, that song's been my favorite for a long time. My new number one is a song that makes me feel good. I've kind of been in this phase for, like, fun music now. Uh, this is Good Day from Brett Eldridge. It's
3: gonna be a good day. I don't know why, but it feels like love's coming my way.
0: You like that one? Yes. I like all
2: these. makes me, like, bop my head.
0: Watch me bop. Watch.
2: Hey, you're bumping. <laughs> yeah. That's what that
0: song does to me.
2: Yeah, if I was in my car right now, I'd turn it up. Yeah, more good stuff, less bad stuff. Right? <laughs> yes, I mean, of course. But, Listen
0: to me, no doubt.
2: But you know, I guess everybody has different tastes. No, <laughs> I should be keen no. taste. Uh, well.
0: Hey, let me talk to Jonathan real quick. Raymond, do I see he's on hold talking to Abby for a second? But let me. Oh, I don't. Also, don't want to spoil it if his wife's listening. Hey, Jonathan, can you talk in a different voice for a second? Like, make your voice deeper on purpose, okay? <laughs>
6: Uh, Yeah, this is Bill All right. okay, Bill, good
0: (laughs) Hey, Bill, do you think we can pull Don't say what it is, do you think we can pull this off on your wife next?
8: Man, I would love to No, 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 no no, no, no. no. I I think it's probably easier for him to talk higher
5: Okay, talk
0: higher than uh, Jonathan, Bill, Bill
5: Talk higher, like this
0: Okay
5: uh, hey, this is uh, this is Amy from the Bobby Bones
2: Show. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's okay. Amy.
0: <laughs> Do you think though we can pull this this thing off on your wife? Yes or no? Because I'll try it with you in the next segment if you think we can. I think
5: we
2: can. No, no. No, that's good. That's, that, not that's, that's, that's not his real voice. That was his, I real.
0: Think that's his real voice. This guy has the manliest <laughs> voice ever. That's his high voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Bill has called and said, "Hey, we got an idea. I got an idea. Can you help me? I think I can." It's going to take some strings being pulled during this little break to get her on.
2: Okay.
0: But we're going to try something here. And hopefully I'll get, feel warm, a little heartwarming, and get a good laugh. Okay. Isn't that the best kind of joke where somebody feels better at the end of it? Okay. uh, What? What's his name now? Bill? Bill. Amy? Jonathan? It's
3: Jonathan, but it's Bill.
0: Okay. Can you hang out for three minutes and we line this up?
5: Yeah, that's fine. So I'm going- Higher. Hold on. Higher. Higher. your voice Higher. higher. Oh, do I need to keep my
0: voice deep? Yeah, yes. you have to keep, oh, keep my it. as something... Okay. <laughs> all right, hold on. Ray, put him on hold. <laughs> hey, Ray, can you put Jonathan... I hate to say his name. I don't want to tip him off. Can you put him back up? This guy. All right, we're trying... Hey, hey, we're trying to get your wife on the phone. We can't get her on the phone to, p- to pull off this little prank. This fun... Oh, wait. We have her? We have her? Possibly. Possibly. Okay, hey. Is that her? I'm going to put him back on hold. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, wh- okay. But, but now... The person can hear me talking, so take her off hold and talk to her in her ear for a second so she can't hear me talking. I'll tell you, okay, so what's happening is if <laughs> I they put her on hold, I'm trying to tell the story what we're trying to do, <laughs> yeah. and you can hear her through the radio. Okay, so hey, Jonathan, Kate, okay, Ray, tell Abby to keep talking to her so she can't hear me. Like sing her a song or something. We're trying live to pull this off. She went in know. another room. Okay. Jonathan, are you there? Jonathan, are you there? I'm here, can you hear me? Yes, now we got it. Now, you want to surprise your wife. What, your wife's name, I'm assuming, is Melanie? Correct. Okay, now what's the surprise?
5: Uh, so basically, the last few years, we haven't been able to do an anniversary trip. And then last year was our 10-year anniversary. And with the pandemic and all, we kind of had change plans. Uh, so I booked a trip that I haven't told her about for our anniversary this fall to surprise her and just help her feel special and let her know how much she's appreciated and love. And so
0: you want us to surprise her with that trip?
5: Yes. Okay, and where are you going? Because I can't think of a good way to do it by myself.
0: Oh god, gotcha. we got you covered. Where are you going? Uh
5: Barbados to one of the sandals resorts. Okay, down
0: there. fancy darling. Okay, all right. Flex. Wow. I wish we were going to Barbados you too. Yeah. We went to Chattanooga <laughs> a few weeks ago.
3: <laughs> that was
0: nice. Yeah, it was. I liked it, <laughs> but it wasn't
5: Barbados. Well it'll be our
3: it'll be our first real
5: trip with uh that we've done with ourselves since we've had kids seven years ago and um wow. it's just always been something and then I'm on duty with a fire station every Thursday, day, so I just want to make her feel special and appreciate it because she holds it down when I'm gone. So,
0: Okay. Uh, I've just been told, okay, we're going to love the story. I've been moved along here. Jonathan, when we get her on the phone, do not talk in the background, okay? Okay. Okay. Now let's put... Ray, just tell me when she's... She doesn't... Does she know why, she, why we're calling her? I need to know the backstory what she knows. Nothing. Not, she, knows she knows nothing? nothing. What's you been telling her?
2: <laughs> like, maybe her she... favorite food. She's been reading the news.
0: Um... So in Amy's pile today... All I don't right. know. Let's just see. Uh, go ahead, Ray. Uh, is Melanie on for this chance to win? Yep. Melanie, are you there? Yes. Welcome, Melanie, to the yes. Show. <laughs>
7: Melanie,
0: okay. I don't know if you know this, but your husband entered you in a contest to win a trip. Did you know this?
13: Uh, I had no clue.
0: <laughs> well, there are three people on the line. You won't be able to hear them, but I'm going to ask a trivia question to each one of you, and if you get it right, you move on to the next round, okay?
13: Oh, dear. I'm terrible at trivia.
0: <laughs> I know, but I think you can do it. Okay, up first is Frank. Frank, where are you from? Tuscaloosa. Okay. Frank, who was the second president? Ooh, it was not Benjamin Franklin. All right, Frank has been eliminated. Wow. All right, good to see you, though, Frank. Hey, Frank. Good to see you, Frank. All right, up next is uh, Sally in Seattle. Hey, Sally, how are you? Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I never even heard anybody uh-huh. with that middle name. <laughs>
12: yeah, I know. That's
0: crazy. <laughs> okay. All right, Sally, your question is more math-related. What is 5 times 5 times 0? Mm. Oh, it is not twenty. So Come on, oh. anything times zero is zero, Sally. Oh my God! Oh no! Okay, a trick hey, question. but that's okay. No, it wasn't. No. It wasn't. But Sally, you get a parting gift too. All right, Melanie, you've heard those other two questions. Did you know those answers?
13: I need the last one.
0: <laughs> okay, five. You knew five times five times zero is zero. Right. If you get this question right, you're going to win a trip to Barbados. All you have to do is get this one question right. Oh, my God. Dang. How do you feel about that, Melanie? I
13: feel like if it sounds
11: too good to be true, it probably is. It's not too good to be true.
0: <laughs> Melanie, have you ever heard of our show, The Bobby Bone Show? Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Okay. I we listen d- every morning. Thank you. We don't do crap that's not good crap. Yeah, you do know? you
2: think it's like not It's not true? It's like, a, you know, Barbados, Texas or something?
0: Oh, that's a good, point. <laughs> That'd be no, a good point. Hey, Ray, is it Barbados, Texas? No, no, no. It's the one that's an island. Okay the island. Melanie, we got a big sponsor sure. for we got a big sponsor for this one. They're paying. It's all good. If you get this question right, you win the trip to Barbados with a guest. Who would you take with you if you got to pick somebody?
13: My husband. And what's his name? Jonathan.
0: You like him or no?
13: I mean, I guess so. we've been together 13 years, so Thir- I would say so.
0: 13 wow. years. Wow. Interesting little week on that story. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's... no? Okay. No. Oh, I'm kidding. Okay, here we go. He, he, I love him. Are you ready for your trivia question?
13: <laughs> yeah.
0: How many strings does a standard guitar have? What? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That's uh, hard. It's called a blank
2: five? string. I don't know. Oh, no. It's called a what? A
0: blank string. Oh, uh,
2: I don't know this The
0: answer's at the old six string Yes Dang, we got no winner Hey, Frank, you still there? <laughs> Sally, you still there? Alright, speed round we're, we're going speed round Frank oh, dear Frank, how many sides on a pentagon? No, it's not seven You've been eliminated Oh, oh come, come on Frank's
3: not very smart
0: No, Sally Give me his question I know, that's what I'm saying Sally, what country is directly to the north of the United States? Oh, come on! Melody. What are
3: you doing? Everybody LA knows LA. it's Canada. Mexico, she said.
0: I think... <laughs> wow. Okay.
3: Melanie, we're back over to you.
0: Okay. What state's capital is Tallahassee? Florida.
7: Hey! Oh! Hey! Hey! Going, oh! Come on, Melanie! Hey!
0: You just hey! won a trip to Barbados for you and your husband, Jimmy. What's his name again?
13: Jonathan. Jonathan! Jonathan! Yeah! Hey! Hey!
7: Wow.
2: Wow. Hey, how does it, like, what are you most looking forward to? Like, is a trip like this, would winning this be something normal for y'all, or is this a much needed thing? No, no. We were supposed
13: to go somewhere for our 10 year wedding anniversary, and because of COVID, we had to cancel it. So, this is awesome.
0: Yeah. This is going to be an amazing trip. I'd like to bring on one of the sponsors for uh, the trip who just wants to come on the air and say a quick hello. Uh, Sponsor, are you there?
5: Yes, we're here.
0: Yeah, he's actually paying for the whole trip. Sponsor, would you like to identify yourself?
13: Oh, my gosh. This is him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Okay,
0: Melanie. Jonathan called us and set the whole thing up. You were going on a trip. He wants to tell you. Jonathan, tell her how much you love her and what you're doing here. Uh,
5: <laughs> Man, I uh, love her to the moon, back. She's a... Uh... She's the rock in our household, and she holds it down. And if it wasn't for her, we couldn't do it every day.
0: And so, where are you guys going on your trip, Jonathan? That you're, you're surprising
5: her with here? Uh, we're going to go to the Barbados and uh, Sandals Resort down there, and just have us a week away for ourselves to just be able to relax and enjoy the time.
0: Melanie, did we oh. fool? Did we fool you, Melanie? Uh yeah,
13: you got me. I'm <laughs> boohooing at work now. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let you lovebirds talk talk privately. But Jonathan, thank you for calling us. Melanie, thank you for being such a great sport and, and a good listener. And hope you guys have fun. Hey, Melanie, there were no calls on. I was faking like I was talking to people. The whole thing was fake. Sally there was no and Frank. Frank. There was oh Sally. God. Yeah. And why I picked I Frank,
13: like, and, God, Frank and Sally are dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you two. Jonathan, you good to that's talk perfect. to you, bud. Melanie, thank you. We'll talk to you guys hopefully after your trip, okay?
13: Yes, thank you. All right, bye, guys. That Have was pretty, fun. That was bye.
0: beautiful, man. Yeah, that's pretty good, huh? <laughs> I
3: don't awesome. know why I picked the weirdest <laughs> names to go to. There was like, really, bone Sally from Seattle. Sally from Seattle. What country is right above America? <laughs> I um Mexico.
2: There was oh, a, come on. We're great. like, oh,
3: so
4: close.
2: She probably was like, what is happening? She was like, this is
4: the dumbest (laughs) trivia game ever. And then you hit her with a hard guitar question. I was like, I
0: thought that was
4: easy. uh, Me too, and I'm looking right at a guitar. Yeah,
2: but both of y'all play the guitar. I I thought people called the old, everybody knows the old six No, not everybody knows Mm -hmm. that.
0: Would you have known that, Ray? absolutely not <laughs> six strings on a, okay. really good wow alright well that's on me but we made it happen mm-hmm. we actually did nothing we, we didn't pay there. for a trip <laughs> we didn't no. give away a prize we I like how you set it. it
2: up though you're like it's fully sponsored da 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 and then you were like oh we got the sponsor on the line the person that's taking care of it all like I thought that was a cute transition into him
0: I wish we had planned this bit this to call, they called us five minutes ago and had to do it all in my head real quick nice yeah. work. but I think we pulled it off as a team yeah. 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 alright thank you guys
6: Bobby Bone Show
4: Bonehead story of the day This story comes to us from Jonesboro, Georgia. A woman went through the drive-thru around 10.30 p.m. and she got upset with the food being too slow, starts arguing with the workers, and refuses to leave the drive-thru. Some of the workers go outside, start yelling at her, and as they're going back inside, she hits the gas, jumps the curb, and hits them with her car. She hits the workers with her car? Yeah, she hit one of them, two of them jumped out of the way. Oh, man. Wait, she's
0: upset because the food is slow, yet she still sticks around. And Jaws with them?
2: She had the time, I think. She just must have been hungry. Huh? Like, she had the time to, to stick around. She probably wasn't in a hurry. Otherwise, she wouldn't have done that. So what
4: happened to her? Uh, she got arrested for aggravated assault, and she's facing charges. She's in jail. Was anybody hurt when the car hit the people? Uh, yeah, one of the workers was taken to the hospital but is going to survive. All right. Oh, man. Dang. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day.
0: Oh, yeah. Today, I'm going to interview Charlie Warsham. For the bobby cast tomorrow, we got a. Uh, we had a storm at the house a couple weeks ago and blew out the TV and the cable box both. So we got somebody coming over to look at that today, finally. Which I just know is going to be a
3: bill. Oh it's yeah. Nonstop for you, man.
0: Well, there's a big storm. We weren't here to fix it. We were on the road so much doing American Idol, and so we come back. And, we're just, and to get somebody to come to the house takes like two weeks for anything mm-hmm. now. So we're going to do that today. Going to try to go and do a little boxing today at the gym. That's the goal for me. What about you?
2: Well, speaking of, like, rain, my it rained and my bird feeders got flooded, so I have to change those out today because I feel like it's more like a bird bath with food in it.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing. No, I don't yeah, think they, they like Yeah, like a hot that. tub with sandwiches. So
2: I've got to drain it and then put fresh food in because I want them to, to enjoy their time.
0: Let's check in with Mike D. real quick before we go. Mike D. has got his purse again for, just like, day three of the purse. Uh, uh, let's do our segment here. What's in Mike D's bag? What do you got today in the All old right. purse? Today I have a coffee that I'm going to drink here in a minute. I have my tripod. For? Because uh, I now film videos of what's inside my bag. Okay. So I have the tripod with the camera. I have a book that I've been meaning to finish. Not quite wow. there yet. So I think if I carry it around, that maybe I That book's almost too big to for the bag. It's a little bit too big, but I like to have it. Okay. <laughs> and then I have a bar. To oh, later, protein bar. Yep. What about all the things from yesterday that was in your purse? Um, they weren't really working for me, so I made space to yeah. try it new. Is that what you guys do? You figure out, move stuff around?
2: Sometimes, yeah. It just depends on the day what we need.
0: Uh, how are you liking the purse? I mean, it's kind of efficient to keep stuff in here. Yeah. Mike lost a bet and had to carry a purse for a week, but now he's starting to like it.
7: So <laughs> I'm starting when... to be a
0: little jealous. You <laughs> might keep it. Uh-huh. So what? Except when people like just stare at me when I'm holding it. Hey, listen, that's on them. Yeah. They're not getting to experience how awesome it is to create multiple things around. You I'm should tell them that. that if
2: you catch them staring, be no. like...
0: Yeah, yeah, no, just yell, that's on you! Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? It's just <laughs> like, I was looking at the person behind you. I think I know him from fifth grade. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry about that. Oh, yeah. All right, close it up. And that was What's in Mike D's Bag. Tomorrow, Luke Bryan is on the show. we got a lot to talk about with Luke Bryan. I hear he's upset with me. I know he's... I, kind of. We're dear friends, so I'm gonna let him bring that on the air. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Goodbye, friends. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show.